Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. I'm Lisa Dent. The whole crew is here. We invite you to be a part of the show at 312-981-7200. Are you into Oreo cookies that taste like pumpkin spice? I didn't even know they were around to begin with. And then yesterday when I saw the news break, and it was pretty big news, it was on every website, that they're back after a five-year break. I thought, okay, what's this about? We're turning to Professor Alexander Chernev, a professor of marketing at Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management. Uh, Prior to people reaching out to you, were these Oreo pumpkin spice cookies on your radar, Professor? Uh, yes, they are. Uh, pumpkin spice stuff usually appears uh, this time of the year. Usually it's actually a little bit later. Um, but again, this is something that uh, lots of companies are trying to do. Is you're uh, trying to add variety to what you already sell. And um, um, there's a very basic reason for that. Um, people get bored with your basic product. Um, there's this idea of habituation, and I, we get used to things that we have, and then um, we switch to something else. And to prevent that, companies start doing uh, varieties, different tastes, different flavors of products, and yeah, this is one of the reasons for the pumpkin spice Oreos. Yeah, and pumpkin spice season is here. It was like 92 degrees yesterday or the day before, and then all of a sudden all the news broke that, you know, it's everything from pumpkin spice beer to pumpkin spice Pop-Tarts to ravioli, and it seems to come sooner every year, or is that just my perception? I mean, uh, if it does come sooner every year, it it just uh, because, again, you want to be the first company which starts doing it because everybody is doing it. And if you're the fifth or the sixth company which does something uh, pumpkin spice, it's not as exciting. Yeah. And and do we even really like pumpkin spice that much? Or do you think that people are just like, I got to try it? You know, marketing works. That's the bottom line, right? Marketing does work, especially if it's done right. Uh, but again, some people like pumpkin spice. Some people look for variety. Let me try it. Uh, uh, for some people, it's just a tradition. Um, it's fall, or fall is coming, and let's try. It's time for pumpkin spice. That's what we're going to eat and drink. Yeah, I would imagine they probably try and time it. So when everybody's headed back to school, our perception is back to school is in fall, even though it's really still in summer. By my mind, we're a ways away from fall, but that's when they tap in. So let's talk about the marketing of that, because I was unaware that pumpkin spice Oreo cookies existed, and then the big news was they were bringing them back after a five-year hiatus. What is the marketing madness? between that or the McRib or bringing back the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell? Why a hiatus for five years or a year and then bring it back when I'm not sure anybody was clamoring for it to begin with? No, I mean, I would not call it marketing madness. I mean, it's basically uh, decision theory, consumer behavior. Uh, And again, what we're trying to do, we're trying to have consistency and variety in our lives. And companies are trying to do the same thing. They need consistency so that you know all your cookies, what it tastes like, and you want to have some authenticity. That's what people expect. Uh, but on the other hand, we, we like to have consistency, but also need variety, right? That's why we take vacations and so on. And when there is variety, uh, when there's kind of the option to introduce some kind of variety, uh, companies take advantage of that. And somehow it became kind of the tradition that we have pumpkin spice in the fall, and then it becomes um, Race, which is the first company to introduce it. And that's why we 
might be seeing it early and earlier every year. We see that with radio where, you know, a radio station will start playing Christmas music probably in late October to be the first on the dial to do that. And yeah. we we know that there's Halloween candy already in yeah. stores as of today. And it'll be about yeah. another month before Christmas stuff pops up. And for some people, that's... Um, that that makes them mad. It makes them angry. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, that's the nature of time. It goes by faster than we want. Uh, but again, some retailers like Costco, for example, is known to introduce uh, seasonal items much before uh, many other retailers would. And the same thing with pumpkin spice. You know, once you have one or two or three pumpkin things, whether it's a latte or Oreos, kind of you have less desire to to try more pumpkin stuff. And how has marketing changed? Um, how long have you been at Northwestern at the Kellogg School of Management? Have you seen dramatic changes in the way products are marketed in our country? I mean, yeah, I've been for a long time at Kellogg. Um, uh, yes, uh, marketing has changed. Uh, the strategic thinking behind marketing has not changed all that much because the way people think, the way people behave uh, hasn't changed that much. And people have a problem, they look for different options, and at the end of the experience, that they want to be happy. Uh, but what has changed is uh, the technology, the tactics, the way we can uh, reach customers. And uh, kind of the faster and faster we can implement different strategies, for example, let's launch a pumpkin uh, spice Oreos and so on, uh, the more companies are taking advantage of that. So now things can happen faster and more efficiently. And that's why we might see more and more um, different types of activities uh, that happen in the market. But the ultimate goal is the same, to attract and keep customers and make them happy eventually. Yeah, and they do that by connecting and connecting with where we are at that moment in our life. So those people looking forward to fall, back to school, are ready for pumpkin spice. I'm holding on to summer. I wouldn't even consider it till probably October. And for those people who don't celebrate Christmas, maybe they celebrate Hanukkah or they're Buddhist or they're Muslim and the the thought that they've got to listen to Christmas music in stores for three months as opposed to one month or they've got to you know see it marketed everywhere there never seems to be a backlash it seems like they come earlier and earlier every year for the holiday giving and that must be or buying it must be because it works right I mean it's basically mass marketing um People have different preferences, different needs, different beliefs. And again, if you have one retail store, you cannot please everybody, so you go where uh, where the majority of the preferences are. Uh, of course, it will make um, kind of some other uh, customers less happy or maybe even unhappy. Uh, but that's the nature of mar- mass marketing. Like if you have one retail outlet, brick and mortar, there's only one thing you can do. Um, and are we getting and, uh, away from that where we're doing more one-to-one marketing using social media using you know every time i pop up my phone it's an ad of something that i discussed last week or i searched yesterday or maybe 10 minutes ago yes you do more one-to-one uh marketing but it, it usually happens through digital channels because they allow you to target customers individually but if you go to a physical store uh where it's target or, or walmart costco or macy's Again, there's one physical space, so you have to you have to choose what music you would play, and probably you choose the one that was most likely to appeal to most of your customers. 
and also encourage them to buy more products. Yeah, it's what it boils down to. So tell me, have you had any pumpkin spice stuff yet? Not yet. <laughs> me neither. Yet. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. Sure, absolutely. Thank you, Liz. Uh, he is from Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Management. That is Professor Alexander Trenev. Uh, coming up, hey, you have an electric car? You're going to want to know what Illinois is doing when it comes to building a network of electric vehicle chargers. And maybe it's something you've actually been considering. And then about that group that says, hey, there should be no tax breaks for the Bears. They have enough money. They can build their own stadium. But Steve has your news next on 720 WGN.